Hello, welcome to Uncluttered, the podcast that discusses the connection between faith and organizing. Our focus is not so much the how-tos of being organized, but why it's important from a biblical standpoint to leave the chaos and the clutter in our lives behind. I'm Angie Heitch. I'm an author and certified professional organizer living in East Tennessee. And I'm Leanna George, an author and former professional organizer living in Houston, Texas. Are you ready to unclutter your heart and your home so you can focus on what matters most? If so, let's dive in. All right. So, Leanna, I know that you and I both love to travel. Um, yes. My husband, Eric, and I, and you and Clint are constantly going on trips. And Eric and I, we've gotten to the point where it's almost obsessive. If we're not on a trip, we are planning the next one. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we'll get home and sometimes like immediately say, how many days till the next one? Or what's next? <laughs> when do we get our next national park? Or, you know, we did talk in the last episode about contentment. So maybe I need to keep that in mind a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, we do love to travel. And uh, so when it comes to the plans, I'm usually the person to plan the lodging because I mm. really love to look at different places to stay. And we used to mostly stay in hotels, like I guess most everybody did. But uh, when Airbnb came around and we started, you know, prioritizing finding places on Airbnb. And we especially like places if we can get really close to, you know, local coffee shops and restaurants and uh, cultural stuff. And um, if it's something unusual. Like mm -hmm. we were in Asheville one time and we stayed in a school bus that had been converted into an oh, Airbnb. Cool. So, yeah. Oh, so what, cool. uh, when you and Clint travel, what kinds of places do you like to stay? Um, well, hotels are usually uh, where we stay, but um, just because <laughs> I'm so bad about this, I'm like, if I'm going on a vacation, I don't, the thing about staying in Airbnb for me is I have to clean it somewhat. I have to make the bed or strip it or wash the dishes. And so I'm like, yeah, really? I'm on well, vacation. There, that's true. There is that, you yeah. know, there is that. But um, so sometimes we say, ourselves, but we, we more and more getting to where we want to be at an Airbnb just because then we don't have to go eat out for every meal. And I'm fortunate to have yeah. a husband who cooks. So uh, yeah. I am blessed with that. But um, so that's usually where we stay. Now, we've never stayed in a school bus, but we did stay in a yurt, which was fun. So yeah, really. Cool. That. Yeah. yeah. So when we first started using Airbnb, uh, in the beginning, they were, it was generally less expensive than hotels. So that was a cool thing. But right. then when COVID restrictions lifted and Airbnb just boomed um, as travel got more uh, frequent for people. And so for a while, you had to be really careful when you were booking because you'd go in there and see the price and go, oh, wow, that's fantastic. That's way cheaper than the hotel. So you start going through, clicking through the process of booking, and then you get to the end right before you pay. And you're like, whoa, 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 what, how could that be that? And there yeah. were all these hidden costs. And yeah. so, uh, and nobody likes hidden costs. Now it's gotten a lot better since then. Airbnb is uh, better about just, you know, you can set things such that you see the, the real true price from the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, those those hidden costs are no fun. Oh, no. I mean, right. You, you finish this really nice, relaxing vacation and you get this bill that you were not expecting. You're like, wait a minute. And then all that stress that you just spent 10 days. Yeah. It's just yeah. you finds it back in your body. So, no. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's pretty common. Um, mm -hmm. So but, you know, so are the cost of, you know, hidden hidden costs of clutter. 
Oh yeah. Um, so it's a great segue. Thank you for the segue into yeah. that, you know, because we told our listeners in our last episode, when we were talking about physical clutter, uh, we talked about the three ingredients that you needed, but we also talked about, you know, if you, when you hold on to it, what does it cost you? Because yes. everything costs, even if you don't realize it and you don't see it. And so when we make the decision or we make the action to hold on, there is a consequence. If I run a red light, right? The consequence is I'm probably going to get pulled over, which I did recently. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get pulled over, right? For running that red light. And so, um, yeah, so there are consequences for all of our actions. And when we hold on to things, that is an action in and of itself because it is a decision not to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of clutter's costs are well-known. You know, anybody who's paying for a storage unit um, yes. for their excess stuff is aware of that. Now, I don't know how much it costs. I know about 10 years ago when we moved back from living overseas, we bought a house that was already fully furnished. So I had my stuff in storage, my stuff from overseas, and my new house with a whole new furniture. So I had to go rent a storage facility. That and probably killed you. It did. It yeah. absolutely did. And at the time, like I said, it's like 10 years ago, it was like a hundred dollars a month. So I'm sure the prices have gone up, you oh, know, yeah. and we, like we talked about, they're everywhere um, yes. in America. So, you know, competition, maybe keeping the price low, but I don't know, but there are some costs, but there are other costs that people may not be aware of. And sometimes those hidden costs can be even more damaging. Mm-hmm. And both yeah. of us have worked as professional organizers. We've seen a lot of consequences um, in our clients' lives, right? We've seen the turmoil. We've seen the stress, the, the, we've seen the damage to the relationships. Um, so, you know, what, what happens or what is it that there were some of those things that happen um, when people hold on to their clutter? Yeah. So you're right that keeping the clutter has consequences. Um, and some of them are very obvious and some are not. Uh, I think the overarching principle that I talk about the most when it comes to clutter is how much it distracts us. It distracts us from our priorities. And uh, the verse that I like to use first is always in Hebrews 12. It says, uh, therefore, since we're some, well, first of all, Hebrews 11 is the faith chapter. So it just has, you know, one after the other of God's people that showed great faith. So then as you come into chapter 12, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. So we've got this great cloud of witnesses. So we want to throw off, get rid of, declutter everything that hinders us. And clutter is just that. It is a hindrance and it needs to be thrown off. Um, Every time I read this scripture, I have a really fun memory with it. Eric and I were new, newly married uh, before kids. We had a Bible study at our apartment. And uh, Eric was teaching on this passage from he- Hebrews 12. He came up with, with a great way to illustrate it. So he picked two people in our Bible study, Jeff and Jennifer. They were both young, fit, competitive. So they were perfect people to pick. And he said, you guys are going to race around the apartment building and um there was going to be some kind of prize i don't know so they were all excited and they were you know getting ready to go and right before he said time to go he said okay wait a second jennifer i need you to hold this as you race i don't remember what he handed her it was something small so she's like okay whatever yeah I'll, i'll hold that so they get ready again and then again he says 
Uh, wait, 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 Jennifer, uh, one more thing. And then he slowly kept adding to what she was holding. And it got just ridiculous. I mean, there were things like a chair and <laughs> things that, you know, a tennis right. You know, she got to the point where, okay, this is obviously not going to work. I got yeah. no chance of winning this race. So they didn't even have the race. Of course, the point was, uh, if you're going to run a, run a race, you don't want to have a bunch of unnecessary stuff. That's exactly what our physical clutter is. It's unnecessary stuff. We're trying to run run the race that God's marked out for us. We're trying to live our Christian life for him. And we got unnecessary stuff that is getting in our way that we need to throw off. Yeah. I mean, well, think about it, right? When you think about running a race, I think about these marathon runners, right? They literally come to the finish line almost bare naked. Right. They have they have on a little top. I mean, not based on that, the guys, but they have on a little top and yeah, like a sports on, bra usually. The sports bra yeah, usually yeah. thing, right? And then they yeah. have um, you know, some some very short running shorts, which you know, more power when you've got a body like that to wear. Yeah. <laughs> you go, yeah. you you go. But um, you know, but they know that 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 if they were to wear a big heavy cotton shirt that's gonna get saturated with water mm-hmm. from sweat, right? It's only gonna slow them down. Yeah. And so they they know. So they come with as little as possible to run the race. And that's what we have to do too. We have to, you know, if we want to live the life that God has for us, we cannot keep with so much stuff, right? And, and you think, well, Leanna, you know, I can still do what I want to do in life. It doesn't matter what's uh, what kind of physical possessions and clutter I have in my life, but it does. Because if you come home to a space that is overwhelmed with stuff and you cannot relax and you cannot, you know, think and you cannot function, I promise you, it will start to affect what you're doing outside of the house. Yes, it definitely does. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. You're talking about the marathoners. I was also thinking about swimmers. My, um, my brother-in-law, my sister's husband swam in high school and it, you watch the swim races, you know, they have the smallest possible swimsuit. You know, if it's a guy's mm-hmm. little speedo kind of thing and they wear that cap so that their hair doesn't mess them up and it's like super suction to their head they shave their arms and legs. You think how much difference does it make? But you know, just let's just get as sleek and streamlined as possible. So my body moves through the water. Um, and and then here we are with all our excess, like, well, let me see how much I can hold as I try to walk the walk yeah. of life. It's just crazy. So yeah. all that stuff is just in our way. It it is. And it and it it like I said, you don't think you think the two are separated. I'm just going on with my life and but it's not, it, it will affect, they, they, they're intertwined. And so we have to understand why it is we need to let go. And if we don't, what happens? So what are some things that, you know, what are some consequences with holding on to that clutter that we can encourage people to think differently? Yeah. Uh, so we saw a lot of this when we were working with clients. And then as I was researching to write my book, Unholy Mess, what the Bible says about clutter, I found out some things that I didn't even know Um other consequences. So we kind of know about the wasted time. We waste time looking for things. We can't find it because it's a big cluttered mess. We waste time with the upkeep of all this stuff. So everything you have has to be maintained in some way, you know, it might be dusted or oiled or ironed or washed or whatever. You got to figure out how to arrange it. And then you bring new stuff in, then you got to rearrange. So 
the time on the upkeep and looking for things. We waste money. We buy things we already have, but we didn't know we had it because there's all this clutter. Um, we There's danger of injury. I, I've been in many homes where I'm tripping. I, we're trying to pull things down and it lands on my head. <laughs> One time I was in an <laughs> attic. So it was this uh, older home. And, you know, those uh, the roof lines and it had these beams that went across and then coming through the top of the attic. There were nails like literally just the bottom of a nail sticking straight down there. And mm. I was having to get this old um, handmade wooden kitchen set that the kids had used, you know, ages ago. Try to pull that out. So there were beams on the bottom. I had to lift it over the beams in the bottom, pull it out. But then there were the nails sticking down. So I had to wear mm. Uh, a uh, helmet or yeah, those hard hats, you know, and just like, oh my gosh, so much stuff. Uh, so yeah, I was definitely, and I have been injured in home. So uh, cluttered spaces are like a major fire hazard. They, they really are. I have a friend whose mom is a hoarder and because she's got so much stuff and she's had to pave, a, you know, a, a pathway to be able yes. to get from one thing. She, she, the way she walks is based on that, that pathway, hmm. um, you know, and it's affecting her body now, the way she, she, oh, wow. she shuffles and walks differently um, because of all the clutter. And so it's, you know, it does, it's having, it does have, eventually has an effect on your body for sure. Gosh, I never would have thought about that. Yeah. She's like, my mom shuffles when she walks now. And you can, she wow. said, it's like how she would walk through her house because of the clutter. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then here's some that I didn't even know. I kind of suspected, but I didn't know that there had actually been studies proving this correlation. There's a correlation between clutter and depression, mm. between clutter and excess weight. Children uh, raised, yeah. yeah, children raised in a cluttered home have decreased performance on test scores. Mm. Uh, boy, and as a parent, Golly, I hate to hear that. Um, we, when we're in a cluttered environment, we feel constantly overwhelmed because like everywhere we look, there's all these reminders. Oh, I got to do something about that stuff. So it's just all these consequences, the, the upfront ones and the hidden ones, they really uh, wreak havoc on our, on our physical life, our emotional life, our spiritual life. Um, yeah. Some serious consequences. Uh, definitely. And um, one that you uh, we had talked about um, before when we were prepping for this, um, but that I also used in, in my novel, one of my novels was a fire hazard. You know, yes. having that much stuff, mm -hmm. you know, it becomes a fire hazard. And so, I mean, the, sometimes the cities have to get involved and because it becomes a hazard to people, not only people in the house, but the people around them. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Abs yeah, it definitely is. And, and that's just a partial list. I know that there are so many others, um, but it's definitely a burden. Um, these are burdens that we were never meant to bear. Um, yes. It also makes me think about um, the parable of the rich young ruler, mm -hmm. because it shows us what happens when a believer is unwilling to let go, right? Mm -hmm. we, we hold on to these things. We know that we need to let them go. We know that we they've got these consequences. Um, and hopefully now you know even more that you may not have realized, right. um, you know, but when Jesus is asking you to let go and you're not, it's, it's kind of like what happened to the ruler in uh, Matthew 19, a follower had come to Jesus and he said, you know, what do I need to do to, to earn eternal life? And Jesus said, well, you need to keep the commandments. And he said, yep, I've done that. I've done that. Check. 
you know, so he said, okay. Um, and then, and then Jesus dropped this truth bomb on him. He said, um, in, in verses 20 through 21 of Matthew 19, he says, if you want to be perfect, go sell all your possessions and give to the poor and you will find treasure in heaven and then come follow me. Now here's the catch. Here's the killer part of this. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Mm. Yeah. You know, and how many of us are that way? And Jesus is saying, you know, I've got so much more for you. I've got so much more, but I need you to let go. I need you, you know, maybe not sell them, maybe donate them. Right. We talked about, (laughs) we talked about being that giver, you know, good managers, you know, um, you know, find ways to give of their stuff and, um, you know, go sell it, go donate it, go, you know, uh, trade it with somebody, um, you know, for, for babysitting time. I don't know, but, um, Jesus knew that the riches that this man had, um, you know, were um, just extremely important to him. He knew Mm -hmm. that they were, and, but he also knew it was going to be the one thing he refused to give up. But when he did that, he walked away from what was even bigger than all the stuff that he owned. And that was the life that Jesus was offering him. Yes. Yes. Now, it, now that doesn't mean that we have to go sell everything. In fact, no. if he was, if, if we came to Jesus and asked that same question, it'd probably be different for each of us because for sure. God knows what we're valuing. So in the case yes. of this, this man, his possessions were his true treasure. Yeah. Um, the Bible, there's a lot of verses that talk about treasure. And I find mm-hmm. it so interesting in this scripture that Jesus says, if you will let go of what you treasure, which for him, it was his physical possessions, then you are going to be investing in the eternal treasure, you know, the really the only treasure that lasts. And his decision to walk away was the worst thing he could have done. Um, But the Bible is constantly telling us, you know, that you've got to build up treasure in heaven. You know, he says, uh, you know, that's uh, back when we, it was last episode when we did the bigger barns, Luke 12, but it says, you know, this is how it's going to be for people that uh, are rich on earth, but are, are poor toward God. So if we are treasuring and valuing and putting emphasis on our stuff, then we're not treasuring and valuing and putting emphasis on uh, our relationship with God, which is way more important. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, those are some, some sobering truths that are not easy to swallow, but the yeah. beauty of realizing where we are and being honest with ourselves and with God is that he's always wanting us to draw near to him, you know, yeah. and, and, and Angie and I never are coming across. We never, we've said this before. We're not coming across as judgmental. We're not trying to chastise or, um, you know, just be uh, demoralizing right. in any way. That's not, that's not what we're here for, but we know that, you know, as followers of Jesus, we, we want to be honest. We want to keep it, you know, we want to keep it real. We want to yep. keep it based in God's word and what he's saying. And, and that's that the truth is if we are storing up and holding on to stuff, um, then, you know, we're treasuring that more than that relationship. And we can't, we can't be doing that. And so we, we have to let go. We have to let go of this physical clutter. Yes. Um, so, because if not, it comes at a cost and mm-hmm. 
I don't want it to be at a cost that is is worthy of your life. So Absolutely. before we close, let's just review what we've talked about today. Um, just as some purchases have a hidden cost, our physical clutter has hidden cost. Yep. Um, the best remedy for that is to recognize it and let it go. Um, if we aren't willing to go, willing to let go, we're going to suffer some consequences, um, which we listed. Um, we have to remember that our physical clutter distracts us from our priorities and wreaks havoc on our spiritual lives. And finally, that our Heavenly Father longs for a close relationship unencumbered by clutter. Yeah. So uh, remember all those things. Uh, think about that image of uh, my friend Jennifer getting ready to run a race with all that stuff. So we don't want to be um, distracted by and carrying around a load that we weren't meant to, ca to carry. So uh, that's it for this episode of Uncluttered. Uh, we're so glad that you are tuning in, either watching or listening. Uh, our listeners are so, so important to us. Thank you. Thank you for the honor of being able to share this with you. Um, don't forget to hit subscribe so you won't miss anything. Share with friends. Uh, people will learn about that most if you personally share that. And you can either share the podcast as a whole or say, hey, I was listening to that episode the other day. Maybe think it might be something that you would enjoy. So reach out to us on um, by email, contact at uncluttered.faith. Check out our website, uncluttered.faith. Uh, we love interacting with our listeners. Absolutely. And um, be sure to leave us a rating or review so other people can find the podcast as well. So that's it for this episode. Until next time, remember, an uncluttered life is an abundant life. Mm -hmm.